Grammar Girl here. Today's topic is hyphens, what they are and how to use them properly. The other day on Twitter, I wrote that I was using my noise-canceling headphones because the wind was so loud. In response, Jessica St. Jean asked if a hyphen should go between noise and canceling. A hyphen would be okay there because noise and canceling are acting as a compound modifier, modifying the word headphones. Notice how I said it would be okay and didn't use any strong words like must hyphenate or should hyphenate. Although there are a few hard and fast rules for using hyphens, there are just too many exceptions to call everything relating to hyphens a rule. First, let's talk about what a hyphen is. Hyphens are a look it up punctuation mark. Although hyphens have several uses, we're going to focus mostly on how to use hyphens with compound adjectives. Compound adjectives are two or more words that together make an adjective. When they come directly before a noun, they're known as compound modifiers and usually have a hyphen, like noise hyphen canceling headphones. Here are a few more examples. They had a long-term relationship. Long-term is hyphenated. The fireproof vest proved to be a great lifesaver for Santa Claus. Fireproof is hyphenated. But if the adjectives come after the noun, then they don't need a hyphen. For example, their relationship was long-term. Long-term coming after the verb doesn't take a hyphen. Santa's new vest is fireproof. No hyphen between fire and proof. Sometimes the placement of a hyphen changes the meaning of your sentence. Let's say you want a hot water bottle. With a hyphen between hot and water, you clearly want a water bottle for holding hot water, because hot and water are joined by a hyphen. Without the hyphen between hot and water, you might want a water bottle that's hot. See how the presence or absence of a hyphen could change the meaning? The reason I didn't say I absolutely should have hyphenated noise-canceling headphones is that if leaving out the hyphen causes no ambiguity, some style guides, such as the Chicago Manual of Style, say it's okay to leave it out. And I don't think anyone would read my meaning differently with or without a hyphen in noise-canceling headphones. In the hot water bottle example, the difference is pretty subtle, too. You probably don't need the hyphen, but it's not wrong to use it either because someone probably could be confused. The more likelihood there is for confusion, the more you need a hyphen. The Grammar Monkeys account on Twitter, run by the editors of the Wichita Eagle, often tweets examples of sentences they see where a missing hyphen would make a big and funny difference. Many of these are things they actually saw in news stories. Two of their recent Why We Need a Hyphen examples were because a small state senator is not the same as a small state senator. With the hyphen between small and state, he or she might be from Rhode Island. Without the hyphen, the senator is five feet tall. It's the difference between a small state senator and a small state senator. The second one was because a violent weather conference isn't the same as a violent hyphen weather conference. Without a hyphen, the meteorologists are beating each other senseless. But with a hyphen, they're talking about hurricanes and tornadoes. It's the difference between a violent weather conference and a violent weather conference. And those are from the Grammar Monkeys account at Twitter. But now let's talk about a few of those rare, hard and fast hyphen rules I mentioned earlier. Some prefixes need hyphens, such as RE, RE, MID, MID, and X, EX, for example. 
My ex-boyfriend took the movies I enjoyed. Ex-boyfriend is hyphenated. The mid-1990s were interesting. There's a hyphen between mid and 1990s. And Santa needed to reread the naughty and nice list. There's a hyphen between re and read. Several readers' comments from a previous episode about hyphens had to do with numerals, including ages. There's a general rule. If the ages are being used as adjectives or nouns, use a hyphen. For example, the five-year-old boy wanted the red balloon. Five-year-old is hyphenated because it's an adjective that modifies the noun boy. Rudolph is a two-year-old reindeer. Two-year-old is hyphenated because it's an adjective that modifies the noun reindeer. You can also use hyphens with implied nouns. For example, since you already know Rudolph is a reindeer, you could say Rudolph is a two-year-old. The hyphenated phrase two-year-old is essentially modifying the noun you left out, reindeer. However, if the age comes after the noun and is part of the adjective phrase, then it doesn't need a hyphen. For example, Rudolph is two years old. Our pug is 12 years old. No hyphen in either of those examples. Many readers had questions about whether you write out the words for numbers or use numerals with hyphens. It's a style choice, so the best advice is to pick a style and stick to it. The Associated Press recommends using words for all numbers less than 10, and the Chicago Manual of Style recommends using words for all numbers less than 100, and their recommendations are no different when you're using hyphens. Therefore, if you're using AP style, you'd write that Santa used a 15-foot sleigh, using the numeral 15. And if you're using Chicago style, you'd write that Santa used a 15-foot sleigh, writing out the word 15. But either way, you'd put a hyphen between 15 and foot because it's a compound modifier, modifying the word sleigh. You also use hyphens with prefixes that come before a word that needs a capital letter, like anti-American. When separating words with the same three letters in a row, like fall-like, you've got those three L's in the middle and you need to break it up. When writing numbers 21 through 29, like 100, 99, 25, those all have hyphens in the middle. And when joining letters in words, like x-ray and a-frame. You can also suspend hyphens. And it doesn't mean they got in trouble in school. It means that to save space, you can suspend hyphens when you're listing several words describing the same noun. How do you suspend them? Let's say Santa found a fireproof, dogproof, and sootproof vest online. You don't need to write the full compound adjective each time, since each one is modifying the same word, vest. Instead of writing proof each time, You'll list them, each with only the first part of the compound, followed by a hyphen, and then a comma. So if you were suspending hyphens when listing what type of vest Santa was planning on buying, you'd say he wanted the fire, dog, and sootproof vest, and you'd have a hyphen after fire, a hyphen after dog, and then a hyphen between soot and proof. If the rules aren't confusing enough already, there are a few things that you should avoid or not do when using hyphens. Although it's okay to use hyphens with two or three adjectives to describe a noun, you shouldn't overdo it. Using too many modifiers together can complicate your sentence, and sometimes hyphens won't even help make the sentence clearer. Let's look at a good example, followed by a not-so-good one. The 40-year-old man looked like Santa Claus. 
that's fine. We have 40-year-old hyphenated, three words, uh, modifying man, the noun. But how about the uses too many silly hyphens for added effect woman was Mrs. Claus? That's excessive. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight words joined by hyphens. Uses too many silly hyphens for added effect. All hyphenated, modifying the word woman. It's grammatically correct, but it's excessive. Although that example about Mrs. Claus would be okay on the rare occasion, as a general rule, when you're being serious, you may want to consider three words hyphenated together as the limit. And last but not least, although it's okay to use hyphens with adjectives, hyphens and adverbs don't get along as well. You shouldn't use hyphens with adverbs such as happily and individually. For example, you don't put hyphens in phrases such as happily married man and individually wrapped cheese. The quick and dirty tip for using hyphens is to check a dictionary or style guide. If you don't have one handy, follow the rule that you hyphenate compound modifiers when they come before a noun, and don't hyphenate them when they come after a noun. For even more about hyphens, check out quickanddirtytips.com for a web bonus that comes with this episode. Thanks to Ashley Dodge for editorial assistance with this podcast. And I'm Mignon Fogarty, better known as Grammar Girl, an author of seven books, including Grammar Girl Presents, The Ultimate Writing Guide for Students, where you can find out more about hyphens and other punctuation marks. That's all. Thanks for listening.